Howdy, 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 and welcome to One-on-One with Jasper Cole. This is Jasper coming to you live from Sunset Gower Studios right here in Hollywood, California. It's another Wednesday. It's another great show. I've got both my producers here in the room, so let's start out with Mr. John Williams. Hello, hello. Hey, buddy. How are you? I'm doing good. And yourself? I'm good. And to my right is the one and only Dominic Friesen. How's it going? Hey, welcome back. So everyone, please follow us on Twitter because we would love to have more followers at one on one J Cole. But we're not begging. I am. Uh, <laughs> Facebook one on one with Jasper Cole, and you go to my website jaspercole.com. And we have to also thank our twenty four advertisers. Mm-hmm. So if you go to ubnradio dot com, click on one on one with Jasper Cole, and you will see all twenty four of the advertisers. They just scroll past, mm-hmm. and if you see something you like, click on it, buy it, and we all get credit. Right, love it. Yeah, I'm yeah. showing about ten of them. And right we still now. all have Just jobs. <laughs> we still all have jobs. Right, yes, exactly. right. Um, so anyway, welcome guys. It's a, I can't believe how fast the week goes mm-hmm. from week to it week. Really does. Well, it's been a big, big weekend for the show, though. Yeah, I was gonna say. So well, first of all, a big shout out to Tony Tripoli and mm-hmm. to Ralph and Dara for last uh, for their Yay. our hot topic show. Yay. Yes. That's going to be the last Wednesday of every month. Um, Loved it. It was yeah, a lot of fun. With Ralph and Dara. And Tony has agreed to come back anytime he can as well. So um, during that show, you know, we, we talked a little bit about the fashion police and the Kathy Griffin and her departure. And Tony made some statements that were true. Mm-hmm. He voiced his opinion. And, and Dominic, what happened? Um, <laughs> well, it, well, the story was actually trending. Right. It was trending. Uh, nationwide this past weekend and got picked up by Radar Online, um, Chicago Tribune, a couple other outlets. But I think the criticism that came across towards him and that people weren't taking into account was that he and Kathy had been friends for 10 years. Right. And he actually, you know, they actually worked together. Mm-hmm. He was on the first season of My Life on the D-List. So he was actually speaking from that that point of view right. wasn't just going back like 14 police. years ago. He was whatever. talking from 10 years of experience right. of being friends with her and actually their their friendship, you know, dissolved. Right. But it, you know, and I, people picked up the fashion police angle. But still, when you when you listen to the interview, he's talking about you right. know, his experiences being friends with her. Right. And he was honest, and he you know he kept, he kept it real. And and the statements that he made is pretty well known facts. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's she doesn't have the best reputation. Right. Correct. Right. Um, and Tony's known for speaking his mind. Absolutely. absolutely. And he's been on. He's been at Fashion Police since 2002. And and his relationship with Joan and Melissa Rivers, it's more personal for him. Right. And the fact that, you know, he was fired out of spite by Kathy, um, you know, when he was at the show, really there, you know, because of his allegiance to the Rivers. Right. right. Um, 
made it that much more painful right. and that much more real when right. he's talking about it. Well, and my whole thing is, like you said, Melissa seems to be she's the executive producer and Mm -hmm. she loves Tony and she's she obviously loves him. She brought him right back the moment Kathy left. Mm -hmm. So is that a situation where the E uh, E network or Universal who has the who would when someone gets fired or replaced like that? NBC Universal. So Melissa would really have no she couldn't save him his job. Well, yeah, no. I mean, as, as we understand it, Kathy had gone to the network. Oh, to, I see. Um, have his termination take place. So, okay. Um, so it was out of Melissa the... wasn't even involved. It was between Kathy because she's brought in to host the show. I see. Okay. Which is makes it that much more um, wrong because she wasn't respecting what would have been Joan's wishes. Right. And she was there to you know continue the right. legacy. So she had to get that dig in. Yeah. At Tony, which right. is weird because I always thought, like we talked about, it, I always thought Kathy and Joan. Had such a close relationship. Tony kind of suggested it was more about work, correct? And they were similar. That it's more of you know they were both female comedians right. and they both had the same journey in their careers. Right. So that's that's right. Where you know that's I guess their, their common bond. Exactly. Them. Well, big shout out to Tony. And um, like I said, he said he's going to come back any of the Wednesdays, uh, the Hot Topic shows mm-hmm. that he can. So that would be great. Uh, the other another big story that's trending this week is Rosie O'Donnell's. Another controversial is she female 18 comedian. Now? Or she she was when okay when she was you know when they when she was reported missing right. as a runaway she was only seventeen and you got to remember she, the the guy that she was with was someone she met off of Tinder twenty five or something Tinder and he's now being prosecuted because she was underage at that time she's now eighteen and right. she's living with, with him and him. his family right um, she but, also got some charges dismissed because she claimed. It was some, she did something. They 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 they're dismissing some of the charges because she spoke up for him and said, "Well, he didn't. I went on my own will, mm-hmm. you know. I guess." But still, she was under eighteen at the right. time, and he was right. an adult. I mean, if you know, in most cases, it would be if it would be statutory. S- yeah, statutory. Well, we don't know if, if there, there was sex, sex or whatever, or what have you. Right. But I think what's more interesting, you know, that's all going to be worked out in the legal system. But what she's saying in the interview with the Daily Mail about the real Rosie um, is not surprising, no. I don't think, but it's still interesting because it's coming from her daughter, mm-hmm. who uh, obviously it's in a strange relationship, right. but really her grievances are understandable from, right. from what I was reading. I'm not saying it's justifiable to go and sell your story to the Daily Mail because we they, know they did sort of prey stories. on her at this vulnerable time, absolutely, you know, but but still, she also says that she didn't run away, that she was kicked out, kicked it, so kicked it out. was. Um, you know the PR machine trying to protect Rosie's image right. by saying that she was mentally ill, that she was run- she was a runaway. When in fact she says she was kicked out, and I would I'm leaning to believe her. Yeah, I mean I have this thing. I, I'm a big I'm a fan of Rosie's work, but I just think she's just you know it's interesting if she were a straight woman, you know, married to a straight guy. I have this whole thing about divorce anyway people just constantly get divorced and they just they think the it doesn't affect the kids and they go to the next relationship and they have more kids and they bring more kids into it and well you know it's she's funny. just perpetuating this stereotype reading the interview i was having flashbacks to when she was went through that legal battle over the rosie magazine mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you got to remember what the staff was you know was testifying about how she treated them outburst she and, was a tyrant right from what the testimony that they gave right and that I mean, it's like this is just so she's like that at work and she's like that at home. She's got a pattern. Like, well, even the way she imploded again on the View this time, and it's it's like 
because she's a celebrity talking about adoption and about being right. able to have kids is yeah she pro it probably was an easier process obviously financially to adopt children but are they not screening them that's because what i mean and it's like she's i think she's doing more damage to some of these kids i mean i'm not just i think in general i have this rule i have this weird this sounds very conservative but i think barring drug abuse or, or uh, addiction or whatever if <laughs> try to stay together for the sake of the kids but i don't think you should remarry to the kids are 18 and i definitely don't think you should marry somebody else that already has kids as well and then reproduce and have more kids well i i, I gave a speech once that um people should have to get licenses to have kids i totally because agree because if you have to have a license to, to have cut hair a dog or yes to, a gun to provide a service why don't you have to have a license to raise a child i agree i think it's I think it's the most important job ever. That's why to, most of us say, didn't is, do it. You know, I, I, I'm from the foster system, right. foster care system. I lived in foster homes, and so, and I was adopted, and so I understand the process, and I understand um, the difficulties and the challenges. And from this, from the interview, it doesn't sound like Rosie was parenting at all. No, or, her first, uh, well, Kelly Carpenter seemed like she really had her the, shit the, together. The the she was the wife in the relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not trying to sound stereotypical. Yeah. But I mean, th that seemed like a really stable relationship. And Kelly's yeah. parents were very stable. I mean, well, her daughter said that Rosie never even cooked, that it was Kelly did Kelly all the cooking. Was more, and otherwise, yeah. they're eating at McDonald's and, you know, Chinese food or yeah. whatever. Pizza. I think Rosie's heart and her intentions are, have always been in the right place. But I just think it's, she's just, she's talked about her bipolar or her anxiety, depression issues. And, She's on medication, That's so her. we all have anxiety. Well, I know I'm having it right now. Life, but. life well, is interesting <laughs> because life gives us anxiety. Chelsea mentions that she developed her anxiety and depression shortly after the split between Kelly and Rosie. Right. So that's to my point about how divorce exactly. affects kids. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I I listen to this very controversial uh, call-in radio host. Her name is Dr. Laura. Sometimes in the car. And people hate her guts, right? I but I listen who? to her, <laughs> and you'd be amazed. I listen to it because There's you'd be amazed of the truth people that call says. in, <laughs> and it's all these fucked up parents, and mainly w women, wives that call in mm -hmm. about how fucked up their marriages are, and they're always going, you know, Dr. Lauren, I, I just, I got divorced a year ago, and I'm remarrying this guy, and he's got three kids, and, and, you know, the kids were doing so great, and now this, our oldest is having problems, and she's like, really? You think? Why do you think the kid's having problems? It's your fault, bitch. It's like, you know, you, you, you want, you, you disrupt their lives, you, you tear up their entire existence, and then you expect them to be great. Well, all you have to do is watch an episode of Dr. Phil or Maury or Steve Wilco's yeah. show or any uh, of those any shows, of those. and they really actually support your argument. Right. Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. And I, my, I'm not from divorce, but my, my mom was married three times. My dad was the last one. So I, I have two step brothers. Mm -hmm. We have different fathers. So I, I saw what, they went but how through. old were you? In that? Uh, well, there's a 12 year difference, okay. you know, between my, my my parents were married 50 years. So she took three times. She got it right on the third time. Martha, bless your heart. And they were married 50 years. So yeah, how, she was married like the first time. The first, first time was marriages. literally like 18 years old for like six months, and she yeah. had my first brother. What, what do they call it? Starter wife? Or starter I, yeah, that was just called uh, white trash. Get drunk in college, <laughs> and then they and then she met wedding? and then <laughs> she met the second one. And had my brother Larry, who adopted my older brother, and that was a ten-year marriage. Okay. And then she met my dad and had me and my brother Barry. How old was your mom when she had you then? She was thirty-two when she had me. 
Exactly right. Okay. Yeah, and I'm 30 now, right? So, <laughs> and scene just dead crickets. Yeah. Well, I mean, in my opinion, I mean, I, you know, I, I, you know, I obviously support marriage equality. Right. I, personally, marriage is not a thing that I aspire to. Right achieve <laughs> yes i mean i know you're married and it's, yeah well i it, it, it means I, different things to different people. i i can tell you i used to be the same way dennis and i've been together 18 years i i really was not a big marriage person yeah. either um i felt like once we got the opportunity to do it we did it honestly for more financial re i mean yeah. financial and just Which to is protect stuff like yeah yeah I, you know, I but i want to talk we got to talk about our guest today who's coming up i am beyond excited because Park overall, uh, everyone will rem remembers her from her wonderful role as Nurse uh, Laverne on Empty Nest, mm -hmm. amongst other things. I first remember her from the movie Biloxi Blues, where she played Rowena, the prostitute. Mm -hmm. And I believe she got that from actually doing the Broadway play. Um, and being a Southerner, you know, anytime there's a real Southern pr actress in, in the business, we gravitate towards that. So mm -hmm. um, I connected with Park uh, almost 20 years ago on a play that I co-wrote and co-starred in with Becky Kennedy called Willow Springs Now. And we got it to Park because we wrote a TV pilot of it. And she fell in love with it. She right? was very supportive. And yes, she liked it. And she, she had a deal at the time over at Warner Brothers and at Disney. And so um, we... But you know what happens in this business? You lose touch. Mm -hmm. And the great thing about Facebook and social media is I, I just found her on Facebook mm -hmm. uh, last month. And I, I knew, I remember 17, 18 years ago, Park telling me about uh, what was happening with this, her hometown in Greenville and what was happening with the pollution in the rivers. Mm -hmm. And she was already into her activism then. But I'm blown away by what she's done in the last 20 years now. She's Absolutely. devoted her life to this. So we are so honored um, to have Park coming up as our special guest today. And everyone, you can log into the chat room. And I, also, they can call in, right, John? They sure can. They can call 323-843-2826. That's, again, 323-843-2826. Now, do we have Park on And now? we do. We do have Park. Is she here? Is this Park? It's Park. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, gorgeous. How <laughs> well, Lord, thank God. Listen now, to. If you're gonna gossip, you need to get a woman on that show. I can oh tell you my right now. God! <laughs> you are gonna shoot the shit like this. We need a woman. Up we there. need well, we you. We can continue. With, uh, we got we, you here. We uh, need right. you right here next to us. <laughs> how the hell are you? How are you? Well, Jasper, I just think you're pretty. Oh I mean, my I, God! Isn't that a shame we didn't meet? And <laughs> uh, under different circumstances. And then circum this little boy beside you, he was raised in foster homes, so my heart is uh, with him. Oh, that's you. Dominic. Yes. yes, yes. Well, okay. Listen, we we we're gonna get into the activism, but I have to like stroke your ego here because I I believe Park, you are one of the greatest Southern actresses ever, especially mm -hmm. on television. And oh, you flatter me. No, you listen. Me. And let me tell you but something. Thank you. I'm pretty damn good. You, I'm pretty damn good. <laughs> well, the, but the thing is, you know, I, I'm limited with it because that nobody thinks I can do anything else. Uh, oh. You know, when we're real drunk, I'll do a Shakespearean monologue <laughs> for you. you know, anyway. Well, <laughs> what I, okay, so obviously you grew up in Greenville, Tennessee, right? Yeah. Okay. So, I sure did. Greenville with an extra E. Home of the only other almost impeached president. Oh wow, that's yeah, who? Andrew Johnson. Yes. Sir. Oh, yes. that's right. Okay, but uh -huh, you, you, yeah. uh, what I'm fascinated by is you left this very small town. How how big is Greenville, or how big was it 
when you were growing up? I mean, it's... I would put it at, I don't know, I'm going to guess. I don't do well with measurements or numbers or age. I'm sorry about my red bone hound. That's okay. Uh, I can't can't (laughs) go inside for dogs or outside for dogs. It uh, would be 50,000. Okay. 30 to 50,000. So you leave there and you go to New York City, right? No, I ain't been nowhere in seven years. No, no, when you were, I'm saying back when you started your acting career. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I went to New York and then I went to L.A. And yeah. Because I got that job in L.A. So now let me ask you. Oh, are y'all sitting there on Gower right in that weird little yeah. radio station thingy? We're at Sunset Gower. Did you, is this, did you work on this lot? Well, yeah, and of course I did. Is this where you did MTV? we hated it over there because we didn't have dressing rooms above ground. Oh. Yeah, we worked at Renmar in there. Yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, that's right, and Renmar. you know who I saw get out of a Jaguar one day? Norman Lear. And oh. I did not have the guts to speak. Oh, wow. And he's still kicking it at like 93 now. He's still alive. Yeah, he's still kicking it. At well, well, our neighbor now is Carrie Washington for Scandal. Yeah, that's Scandal's here on the lot. <laughs> I've never seen Scandal. You know what, Park? I haven't either, to be honest with you. I am sort of a little bit out of it, boys. I'm an old woman. Or, or how to get away with murder. That report, one. So, you know. <laughs> okay, so, so what I love about it is you went to New York and you did theater and then you made your Broadway debut in Biloxi Blues. And would you, would you say that was really your big break, playing Rowena? No. No, 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 no. The big break was uh, the big big break was. Uh, although that was a good break, no, yes. The big one was uh, empty nails. What did but did play? What did Biloxi Blues get you the attention to? How, did you already do a pilot for Susan Hare for that company before you did Empty Nest? Did you work with them? Yeah, but it it didn't sort of go like that. How it went was there was a man in the room with Fern Champion. Oh, Fern uh he gave me uh direction and i didn't think much about it and about a year or two even later they called me up and had a part for me and i'm like who are you and what do you want <laughs> and it, it was that man which was paul wick oh uh, of whit thomas harris. harris oh my god yes yes and, and harris is married to wick oh right and thomas was danny thomas's is danny thomas's son wow, wow. So I mean, and look. One of my at, favorite people I ever met was Danny Thomas. Oh, I mean, look, oh. look at your, look at the, the the pedigree you were working with right out of the right out of the gate there with Empty Nest. Well, when I went to New York, guys, I never intended not to make it. Right. Oh, that's in a good point. Way, that's a good point. In some way, there was no way I was ever going to not in my mind. Right. A lot of people think I'm crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, you, we but all are crazy no, to be in this yeah. business, don't you think? A little bit. Except, well, you know, I, if you hit, you hit. It's you know, it used to pay good. Now it's this reality. Oh, I'd love to have a reality show. Oh I wouldn't my do it. God. It's too trashy. It's too trashy. But wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, but well, you'd be positive. great just following <laughs> you around with everything you're doing now. That would in all. Okay, so when I met you, you had llamas and you had a big. I, well, I can say you had a big place. I think it was Acton or Aqua Dolce or somewhere up there. But you have, uh, you still have now, all. Acton, Acton is a bedroom community. And as I mean that with wife swapping, don't you lump me in with that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, well, where was your place? Wasn't it up near there somewhere? Wasn't it Aqua? It was near there. Because I went there. Them. I came there. I saw you had a, you had llamas and you, she had a farm. I had, had a llamas. Ranches. I have. Uh, 
The only thing I don't have here, I've got horses. I've got a lot of horses, a lot of llamas, a lot of goats, a lot of dogs, a lot of cats. Wow. And a burro and a donkey. Oh, my God. And uh, it is really what I'm all about. In fact, if you ask me stories about Hollywood, the only thing I remember outside of Bianca Jagger is stories that animals were involved. Okay. That's how I remember people is by the animals. By the animals, okay. yes. Well, do you understand that? I do. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. Thank and I, you. you know, Park. The the ironically, the last time we saw each other was at the taping of Katie Joplin, and it's so funny because you were playing a radio advice talk show host. Do you, you know what would have helped that show if they'd let me just add Leah, but they wouldn't. Yes. It was good. Now, you know, famous last words, but I mean that. I really No, it was, I just think it's funny that here we are full circle and we're on the radio now. So, but I remember you, you talked about the situation with the pollution in the rivers back home. You were talking about that. This was 1997 or 1998. Yeah, we really hit big in 98 with the Pigeon River and Champion International Paper Company. And we got that clean. We got the feds in here, and we got that fixed. And, honey, that was two old girls, one from Harlan, Kentucky, and one from Dandridge. And I love them dear. And you talk about colorful. <laughs> oh, you talk about colorful mountain women now. And we got her done. And we got the head of Region 4 wow. EPA fired. Yes, sir, we did. And, and Park, you're, you're kind of like Greenville's own Aaron Brockovich. Yes, you're well, like, thank you. I mean, I uh, thank you. I, I have not nearly as much done under my belt as she does, but I'm mm-hmm. just getting started. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, how? Do, but going back to when this first started, when you, the two ladies you mentioned with the pigeon situation, you did they come to you with this? You were already aware of it. I mean, even growing up there, was the was this a problem? No, in fact, it's sort of a legendary story um, between the women. Uh, I had come in there, uh, what was it called, Primetime Live was going to do a story on it because I was on a TV show, so I was fortunate enough to get their attention. Right. Uh 60 Minutes turned it down, but those boys said they'd do it. So I flew in, and I spent the day with them, and I flew back to California in the middle of the night. The phone rang, and I've got this. This is what I got. I know your name. I ain't giving you my name. I want to know your business in this. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. And I said, now, it's 3 in the morning here, and I've got to make me some coffee. <laughs> you call back here. And we became dearest of friends. And uh, we we saved uh, the Pigeon River, and it was called the Dead Pigeon. Because of Dead all the shit and all the pollution, all this stuff that was in the river? That's correct. That was a paper mill called Champion International. Now it's owned by... Last I checked, a venture capitalist and the employees, although the the more I go, boys, let me tell you what I'm learning. Yes. Money is the name of the game. Mm -hmm. And you can take paperwork and you can do this and you can do that and you can muck it all up. But you know what you cannot do, gentlemen? And this goes for any environmentalist out there listening. You cannot backdate that paperwork. Right. Da-da-da-da-da-da. That's and the paper. That that's the paper trail, really right? It's fun. It's like oh, the paper trail is immensely fun, mm-hmm. and the ego, the egos involved are just. And you see, here's what it is, guys. You're young enough. I can say this to you. It's old white men are going to destroy this planet. Right. I agree. Totally. Agreed. Yeah. 
Well, they so are going to destroy it. So the corruption, it, the corruption begins where in the with the corporate? It starts with uh, falsifying I the paperwork. It, or? I think all politics are local, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I think that's where it starts. And I think this local group that beats all anybody's ever seen, mm-hmm. and unwinding this ball of yarn has been a trip. I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. Well, well usually there's and a... I'll tell pap- y'all something. I'll tell y'all a little something. My daddy was a judge. He was drunk. He was a drunk <laughs> judge? Was a drunk judge. A good, I and he could not stand to put anybody in the jail. He just couldn't huh. do it. You'll love this. The gay story was he... A boy, a poor old boy, had taken and cut paper and put it in the... The dollar gets you four quarters for a dollar at the laundromat here in Greenville. And that's a federal offense, so... He was putting plain paper in there and getting quarters. Well, the reason was he wanted to go to jail to be with his lover. Oh, oh my gosh. And, That's uh, a TV movie. This was one. Yes, I'm <laughs> telling you now. And so my daddy, it hurt him. It hurt his heart. It was very hard on him. But he went ahead and let him be there. Wow. He, he assigned him to that jail and wanted him to be there with his lover. So you grew up with yeah. very liberal parents from the beginning. Liberal. Yeah. I mean, what is the biggest word for liberal? I don't even know. They're beyond liberal. They mm. were beyond li- liberal. Thank God. And, you know, people talk around here. They say, I'm a washed-up actress, uh, the town drunk, and a GD liberal. A town drunk. <laughs> oh, washed-up. Well, those <laughs> Washed-up actress. A uh, uh, the town drunk and a GD liberal. Well, part. Well, part. Can we back up a little bit? I mean, because you made a conscious decision. <laughs> to, you made a conscious decision to go back home and fight these causes that you're so passionate about. It's not. It's not like you. Yeah, washed Hollywood. Up in Hollywood. And you chose spit, to leave. Out. Let me tell you, Park could be. Park would be working. If she wanted Absolutely. to be here in Hollywood right now, you would be working your ass off. Yeah. So let everyone know that your passion for what you're doing there is that was a choice you made. Nobody, nobody in Hollywood said it was over for for Park. Because, oh no, yeah. I came. I just came on home. Yeah, I did, yeah. I got yeah. my retirement and I came on home. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna tell you, and White Boy's gonna steal it all out from under you and me too. Yeah, and well, we better get rallied up here. And, well, so right now, so first of all, uh, Park is on Facebook at Park Overall, but there's also... Um, now, the, I'm the, it's the one on the elephant. I don't go to any of the others. <laughs> That's it's, right. It's Park on the elephant. And save, there's a save, lot of, save the knowledge. Park riding the elephant back when I was about 25 years old. But I'm not on the other one, so don't try there because I never go there. Okay. And now also, save the, it's Nala Chucky. Am I pronouncing that right? Nola Chucky? No, you are not. What is, baby, how you say it? <laughs> Come on Nola now, Chucky. tell me how to say it. Nola Chucky. Nola Chucky. Pitiful little river, ruined by the DOD and the DOE, nuclear fuel services. They have killed us for years, about... 60 years now. We fought them and got a lot done about that. Now I'm fighting U.S. Nitrogen, a division of Austin Powder, blowing up mountaintops since 1807. I'm not kidding. Oh I mean, God, and my this, gosh. my governor, Haslam, boys, he wanted to be a priest. Mm. Well, that's... that's the most corrupt man walking this state. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, wherever there's a paper trail, there's usually a money trail, too, right? Correct? Money trail. Oh, honey, they're stalling up there at First Tennessee Development District. Oh, 
Oh, they'll try to get back to us in November. Mm-hmm. What, what uh-huh. Clark? What are the big What are the big industries there in in Tennessee? What are the big industries? There's no big industry. What are you talking about? Here's <laughs> what we have, boys. Here's what's going on here. We've got blended down uranium for bullets in Jonesboro. We've got the Holston River ruined by Holston Ordnance. Mm. We've got U.S. nitrogen blows up mountaintops trying to move in here on the most illegal paperwork. There I said it. If they sue me, bring it, boys. Bring it. Bring it. I got the paper. I got the paper. (laughs) So we've got that. We've got all of the... We've got Del Fasco makes casings for bombs. I believe Mm -hmm. they're still here. All we do in East Tennessee is make stuff that destroy. Mm. Therefore, we are what I call and what many people are beginning to call a sacrificial zone. Mm -hmm. It's hillbillies that want a job, Job. that will work for the money, Mm -hmm. and they're not particularly interested in what goes in the water or the air. Mm -hmm. And I don't blame them, but you know what I am. Yeah. Well, what is your so? What is your biggest? Am I boring you? No, no, no God, no, so, are you so kidding are these, me? Just to clarify, are these <laughs> no, are these mostly not. government contracts? Is that pardon? Are these are these are government contracts, state contracts that come in. They it's well, that's the interesting one. The uh, ball metal used to do pennies stamp for the government. That was a government contract. Mm-hmm. Today in today's Greenville Sun. One of my mama's old friends, they're all dead now, Louisa, or they ask her, Murray Sher, our local Jewish psychologist, ask her, Louise, why do you read the Greenville Sun? And she said, well, to keep up with foolishness, of course. <laughs> so, so, wait, so, do we have a caller? Uh, well, what, actually, we have some questions from the chat room, oh, we Park. Have, hey, Park, we have some people okay. having questions if you if you want to Well, listen. they can have questions, but now some of them might be abusive. You better be ready. Oh, We're screen, okay. JW ready. screening yeah, I'm, them. I'm screening. Uh, Ronnie in the chat room wants to know, I'm listening from uh, Leesburg, Virginia, and I'm from wow. Elizabethan, uh, Texas, and I follow the river situation in Greenville. I, okay, slow down. You're going to have to slow down. Okay. Or- uh, so what are some of the challenges that are facing the people of Greene County? Knowledge is power, and a lot of people in the area seem to be happy sticking their head in the sand. Thank you, Parky, for keeping up with the environment. That's from Ronnie Keller. So the question... I will, I will say this to you. It, it is a disease of Appalachia. Mm-hmm. Uh, Appalachians don't want to be involved in any business that ain't they own. Mm-hmm. But we are starting to get farmers and uh, more liberal peoples in here that come from other places. Right. And some of us are uh, Methodist and Episcopalians or Presbyterians, which are already imbuse you with some form of liberalism. And you can say, well, what are you, Park? I'm an agnostic. I didn't mean to sidetrack on religion. What I'm saying to you is what we are doing is now permeating the community. Mm-hmm. And because of my personality on television, I am able to get a little bit more press than mm-hmm. the average bear. Right, right. Well, it's also changing. I mean, and it's and changing that mentality. Valuable. Right? Well, and also I forgot to mention I'm you know I'm from North Georgia, so I know this Appalachian mentality as well. Is this the pretty boy? Is this the pretty Jess? Well, I love the fact that she calls me pretty because that <laughs> that just never happens. So bless, oh, bless, so bless your heart. But yeah, I'm from North Georgia, so I know. Even in North Georgia, uh, you know, the Appalachian situation. And even though I haven't lived there in 30 years, I, I know what you're saying. And, and it, 
is this also are we seeing this all the way up in Virginia and West Virginia? Is it all the other Yeah, so, West Virginia as far as I'm concerned is a lost cause. Right. Good luck good luck and why right. is that? with that. And mm-hmm. why is that part? Um uh Virginia maybe they 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 got rid of that Bob McDonald, that caricature of a caricature of a <laughs> senator yeah. who did not know what's transvaginal, so we're not going to tell him. That's right. You remember him? That guy, yeah, right? Yeah, right. So those guys are catching on, and they're close to the district, many of them, so they're hit. But when you start getting into deeper Appalachia, into the mountains, you've got a problem. Mm-hmm. Okay. And education is the name of the problem. Mm-hmm. What I've got here is grant money. Now, understand grant money, people. All peoples, all Californians understand it. Grant money comes from the feds. Mm -hmm. Your governor gives it to the state. Mm -hmm. Well, that's our money. Right. And I care how you're spending it. Of course. People don't pay attention to that. They just let the government operate without looking. It's very dangerous, guys. You have no idea how dangerous it is. And you can say, well, Park, that's Appalachia. That's good old boys. It's worse there. I don't know. Maybe you guys better look around. What, I mean, thought, what do they call the five kings? <laughs> well, don't you believe? I mean, I think every state probably. I mean, your your advocacy, advocacy work is helping other states, anybody. I'm sure every state in this country has some sort of uh, corruption going on like this with the environment. but I wonder what your IQ is, what do you think? <laughs> I like a high IQ and a high frontal lobe. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> um, so oh, I boys, saw... What am I going to do with you now? We've got to change the world, and it's on us. I'm well, a little bit older than you guys. I, you're not, but it's on us, and you better understand. First, it's on us now. first of all, Park, you're not much older than me, so that's... You know. Are you sure? Well, I'm 51, so you're not. Well, I'm. You're not much older. older. No, well, bless your heart. Well, a little bit much. But I saw I saw you on one of your videos telling people one thing they can do is write letters. Mm-hmm. That's something that people can yeah, okay. do. Okay, anybody that wants to get involved in any environmental situation, handwrite your letter. The handwritten ones, as opposed to one on a computer. Of course, this is Appalachia. Counts four to one. Mm-hmm. Really. So it, it equals four as opposed wow. to one. That's if good you to do know. It on your computer. I don't think people and, need and that. Why? Why is that the case? I'm just curious. Well, because everybody has a computer, but in Appalachia, not everybody. Guys, understand this. Nobody. Our people can't really participate in all this bullshit because they don't have a computer. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the only thing they know that's what they hear in. In rumor or what they read in the Greenville Sun. I got you. And so, so Park, so you kids, we, we want we want there to be results from the from you joining our show today. Will, will you give us information for our listeners to actually handwrite letters today to help your cause? Yes. Okay. Perfect. And, and are we talking about yes. sending the letters to their representatives or to the? Okay, you can send it to Phil Rowe. Okay. Or you can send it to Bob Corker. Okay. And you can send it to, uh, uh, who's that other one that's so old he should not be there? Uh, <laughs> Lamar Alexander. Oh, I've heard his now, name I, before. I don't mean to be ugly about him, but here is Phil Rowe, who is a gynecologist, telling, right. trying to get rid of Planned Parenthood. Mm. Wow. This is where I live, gentlemen. Right. This is mm-hmm. where I live. 
Well, and it's, it's really, oh, oh, get this one. Today, there is a boy in Kingston, Tennessee. He's opening up his gun shop to Christians. <laughs> and he's going to give you a gun on sale because a, you're a Christian. A gun for Jesus. A gun for Jesus. That's because wow. our lieutenant governor, Ron Ramsey, mm-hmm. just put it's national media, damn it, that uh, Christians in Tennessee need to arm themselves. Mm-hmm. Now, I'll give it to this old boy in Kingston. He's got him a business plan, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> right? And then my governor was supposed to be a priest, and now he wants to privatize the parks. Are you ready for this? He is trying to privatize the University of Tennessee. Wow. 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 So, part, well, it, it, but, but we'll, we'll, we'll post we'll post the information on our Facebook page so that our listeners can all right, all right. can have the addresses. Right. So we're yeah. So what's what's the the current the biggest thing you're working on right now? Did you see my last movie? Did you see my last movie? Which what what? It's, about, it's called In the Family. It's about the gay. No, I haven't seen it. Oh, for God's sake! Get get off your ass. And In it's about the gay the family. The gay. It's In about the gay. <laughs> Is there the, about the gay? <laughs> about the gay. Um, about the gay. Is and it, where, is my it on? Part is little, but I'm more proud to have been in that. That the director in Paris, France, is considered the second coming of directors. Wow. His name is Patrick Wang. You get this movie, you commit three hours, and you will thank me for it. It's called In the Family. And people, now, that's an old movie. I'm not out here to sell myself. It's just a beautiful movie. Go ahead. Would you ask me? Well, I was going to say it's probably out on Netflix, or we can people can rent it on Amazon. Yes, or, yes, 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 yes. You know, you know, in the yes. movie I Love Park, you did with Sparkler. You like that? I thought you were great in that. One of my favorite people on Facebook loves that movie. I think it's a and jewel. I, huh? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank I th- you. Because I know there's a lot of. I, re- I met a waitress in Taos, New Mexico. That love that movie. Yeah, thank you. I really uh, how did. Was, uh, how was working on Reba? Odd for my taste, but thank you. So what? What did the orphan say? What's the orphan saying? <laughs> no, no, no. I was asking. <laughs> Parker, I was asking. How was the experience working on Reba? Because we have a lot of Reba fans on the show. We have oh, a- honey, I just had a ball. Yeah. Did you know her? She had wouldn't you? Pay me. She wouldn't pay me. Who? Reba. Reba. Oh, she was cheap. Yeah. She was cheap. Well, I'm not saying that. I'm I am. saying she, she wouldn't pay me what I was worth because we had chemistry, baby. Yeah. We had chemistry. And and, and Park doesn't work her. for scale. Park, Park <laughs> made, let me tell you, Park made her money. She's a smart businesswoman. Yes, you are. Who? You are. Reba? No, no you yeah. are. I'm all right. I'm all right. Yeah. I wish I'd been a little bit smarter about well, it. Well, you know. Listen, what what is the right thing to me is the most important. And to me, it makes me a bore because I really only want to discuss religion or politics or something meaningful. Other people have the gift of gab. I don't have it. I want to talk about stuff that's important. I've always been that way. Mm-hmm. My parents were that way. I mean, I was a little kid, and I was looking at Barry Goldwater, and I said to them in the living room of our duplex, hey, hey, I like him, don't you? And they both stepped on me simultaneous and said no. (laughs) So that was a big influence. You grew up around these really politically involved parents. Really liberal, liberal. 
all people. But Park, and, I re- I remember growing up. See, my in Georgia back in the day, my parents were de- they still are Democrats, but it it interesting. What's happened? You know, it's like the whole South has just become this right wing nut job. I mean, you this want is my theory. You yeah. really want my theory? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, I feel that what uh, your politicians have done is divide and conquer. And mm-hmm. believe me, in Tennessee, Georgia, Alabama, these politicians are no pillars of genius. No. I am a little bit impressed lately with Lindsey Graham. I think he's doing a marvelous job. And a lot of my friends say, well, he figured out he was gay and wasn't going to run from it anymore. Well, he needs to come I, out, yeah. <laughs> but that's what they say. And see, everybody here thinks I'm a lesbian, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not. Yeah, let's get let's get that out there. Let's I put that out there. Very baby, I, I'm not going to share the remote. Let's just put that out there. Park overall is not a lesbian. She is available though, right? You are single. Well, I guess I'm getting <laughs> damn old. Who fool with me? I mean, really, I'm not sharing the remote. We're going to eat what I want right. for dinner, and you can fix it. <laughs> it's called being you know, set in our ways, Park. Absolutely. You know, we reach well, a- I'm, I'm, I'm getting to where I absolutely am. And, and men are very nervous of women with a lot of pets. <laughs> well, do you have a lot of cats I also? mean, Jasper, if we were to make love, do you realize how many little animals would be in the bed walking? <laughs> you think about that for a minute. Well, let, I, you know what? I love animals, so I'm okay with it. I'm, I'm that person You're that, okay with that? Well, I'm the person that would like barely hang off the edge of the bed just so the dogs and cats can have their their space because i figure you know yeah i love see but we're on the wrong side of the fences baby isn't that sad (laughs) (laughs) and i'm the complete opposite i I don't think cats should be in the bed well let me well let me ask you that so so i'm assuming you're not uh dating in in greenville right now how's that some boy did hit on me at applebee's the other night Bless his heart. And he heart. was kind of cute. <laughs> yeah. And he called up drunk at one in the morning, in the middle of the night, I didn't answer. So you gave your phone I number out. From you, him since. you gave but him your number? I gave him my number, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Sure I did. So, I mean, I'm not disinterested. I just, I'm busy, <laughs> and I'm not going to share the remote. I don't blame you. So, so well... So, Park, what are I we going gonna... to... I was in Morristown at a hairdresser's. It's a long story why I was there getting my hair done. But anyway, uh, it was a bunch of women in there and some a few, three or four clients. And I got the whole place going, you know. And then I said, well, y'all are all married? Well, I'm not. I ain't going to share the remote. <laughs> and the head of that shop just slammed that brush in her hand. And everybody stopped and stared at me. And she said... Park, if you want a man, you're going to have to share the remote. <laughs> <laughs> and they was all from Sneedville. All them Sneedville. women were from Sneedville. Mm-hmm. Or just yeah. get an, another TV in the house. Yeah, the key, the key part is you get t- TV in another room. Don't, and then, don't you have that at home? Yeah, you put, you put mm-hmm. him in his own room with the TV yeah, and his own damn case. remote. Yeah. yeah. What are and you watching happy. that you can't share the remote, Park? Now, I don't watch nothing like that. i tell you what I do watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, Ray Donovan. Ooh, oh, my honey, God. The best. Isn't that Ooh. the best show on TV? Ooh. Oh. And Grace the Brisky, my dear friend. Okay. They killed her off last week. I just, but, I, had a, I had a list here, and Dominic can show you. I had a list here of, of Southern actresses, and I put Grace the Brisky on there because she's one of the greatest also. I'm not easy to make friends. That's one of my friends. 
Well, I adore her. And she's also good in The Judge, and she did something else recently, too. She She's worked her whole adult life. Yes. And she's just one of my dearest friends. Um, and I... I Hollywood has changed so dramatically. And see, if you're a woman, you've got to think about this mm-hmm. realistically. What they do with women is trend younger and younger and younger. Right. Well, you can go back to Betty Free Dan and read her big old fat book, Bigger Than Two Bibles, and they were doing it back then, mm-hmm. like in the, God, 70s, late 60s. Mm-hmm. So they've always been doing that. And when women figure out that they're disposable after they're young and decide to do something about it, it's going to be a really important day for us. Well, did you you feel the... Women aren't getting that. Did you feel the roles were starting to go were fewer and far between? No, I'll tell you what got me. Yeah, because you're a character actress. Well, I was ending up in the same room with eight other character actors, mm-hmm. all of whom I adored. Right. Mm-hmm. That's and right. And that got to be problematic for me. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, come on, boys, I'm a leading lady. I'm <laughs> 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 kidding. kidding. But anyway, you know what I mean. I know. And uh, I didn't like competing against people that I really admired mm-hmm. for 20 years. I was in it a long time. I was very lucky. I wanted to tell you, Park. And I'm not exactly, you know, if I, obviously we're allowed to cuss, right? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Okay, so (laughs) the thing is, you know, if if you're giving me a hard time, I'm not apt to fuck with you because Appalachians just, we don't really hold with that. Right. Um. So and and this is an interesting actor thing mm-hmm. for you. Um, Betty Davis always said that for her it was just an instinct. Mm-hmm. It was an instinct, no more, no less. And she got in a huge fight with Max Senator, so I don't remember who, but he wanted her to turn her head left, and she wouldn't do it. And uh, she told why and. For me, it was always difficult because I was always instinctive, not intellectual. Mm-hmm. I, d- I never had an answer why I didn't want to do that intellectually. I could only explain to it, in- to it to you through my um, mm-hmm. instinct, and that that's difficult in Hollywood. They expect you to be a little bit brighter than that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Park, so Park, do you have any regrets from your your time in Hollywood? Thinking. No, I'm lucky I got there. I'm lucky I got to where I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm 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 really lucky. I was already old when I got there, guys. If I had started any younger, to be honest with you, I don't think I could have handled mm-hmm. it. That's a, that's a great point. Well, I think in many ways you chose to leave at a perfect time because I can tell you one thing: the business. To to what you said earlier, the the business has gotten to the point. It's such a piecemeal now. It's like there's, it's almost like a, a Mexico in some countries. It's it's either the top tier and the bottom. There's no middle ground anymore for the middle middle actor. So it's either studio pictures or a hundred dollar day films. Or, it's either you're a series regular who are all the movie stars now, and the rest of well, the rest like, of you can the get. The last film I did that I'm so proud of in the family, mm-hmm. and I'm really proud of it. 
I cannot tell you what a beautiful film, guys. I'm saying to you guys, go home and rent We're it. We're going to get that one. Because it's worth it. You're, you'll thank me. But anyway, and I mean that. I'm not here to... No, I believe I'm, you. I have a small part. Okay. <laughs> it, it, what happened there is that was, for me, ultra, ultra... That's what they called it. Ultra low. Ultra low budget. Mm-hmm. Is that yep. $100 a day? Ultra. $100 a day. Not low budget, honey. Ultra. That's right. That's it's a hundred dollar a day. And I, I'd have done it ten times again. Yes. But but you have to sit and think about that for mm-hmm. a minute. Yeah. And what has happened to the business? Mm-hmm. Also, just as uh, an update for SAG actors that might be listening out there, they just stopped. If you're self-paying on your insurance, mm-hmm. you got to stop. They gave you th- uh, ninety days notice. That's what they've given you. That's right. And you will have to move to some sort of Obamacare. Obamacare. And thankfully for the Actors Fund, they're helping people navigate through that. Yeah. So if you're self, what does that mean? If you're self-paying? Uh, well, like if you, well, they, they, you have to make so much mm-hmm. money, and they keep raising the earnings. Okay. Every, but you can stay on what used to be called Cobra, yeah. I guess. You know where you're paying for. But that's that's what I'm telling you. But yeah. That's, that's, cobra that's been, but that's been taken away that's now. Like Ninety days. Yeah. yeah. Now yeah. that's gone, and you'll have to so, go on. And this is what is happening to America. It's not just me. Right. It's it's and, very and indicative. As long as people stand around and say, "Oh, okay." Oh, I guess I don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. And the sweet little girl from SAG said to me, well, now, because of raising of, of the high-rising costs, uh, high-rising costs have nothing to do with me. No. Or you. No. You're right. That, that's, that, that's just bull. Bullshit. Anyway, I was lovely, and I'll do what I have to do. But the thing is, we all keep being lovely. <laughs> this is the curse of the South, being polite. You're right, exactly. Well, I've gotten the hard and bitter. I've gotten bitter and hard out here in 30 years, so I don't take any shit anymore. So. Oh, I don't think you have at all. Well, <laughs> I was just listening. You sit there and gossip, and you're very lightweight, and you're gossip, baby. Oh, well, that's on uh, air. You are not a <laughs> old queen at all. So oh, I think we need to have Park you. back for Park, our next Park, we need you. you. We need two hours with you because the, the hour goes by. And first of all. Are we done? Are we it, done? Well, we're only done because the clock is ticking away here. <laughs> and, but I want everyone to make sure they go to Save the Nolichucky River page on Facebook. Correct. And you can. Save the Nolichucky, N O L I C H U C K Y. No E, just K Y, like Chucky without K-Y. the E. Yes. K-Y. And, and And Park, there's definitely a, a reality show, a reality TV show in your life. You would make a great reality show. <laughs> Keep it in show, consideration. Park, seriously. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Well, and, and then y'all tell me who to go to with it, and we'll, we'll get together. I'm not kidding you. We will talk, right, Dominic? Absolutely. We'll be in touch with Park. Park, you know I love okay. you. I'm so glad we reconnected. And I really enjoyed both of you, and thank, thank you. you for thinking of me for this, and call me anytime. And God thank bless you, you, and thanks for all you do, and all your fans love you. And, um, we'll see you soon. You, we'll you. see you soon. Take care. <laughs> Bye-bye. Wow. wow. Now, let me tell you, that is a real southern accent. Oh, yeah. So all these actresses <laughs> that try to do, you know, Scarlett O'Hara had nothing on Park. That's why I'm so hard on southern accents. Because, well, there's regional. I mean, you know, Park plays the that certain mm-hmm. type. Yeah. She's great. But we need, mm-hmm. honestly, we need two hours to really get into all. But it's amazing if you watch some of her videos on YouTube just to see the knowledge that mm-hmm. she actually has on 
on this the topic well, and the, pa- the passion the passion the passion and, and the humor and that's what i love about it yeah it's, it's, so you know. it's it's amazing and yeah. i love the fact that for all of us all of us actors out there you know it you, there, there are other things in life besides acting, mm-hmm. and there, you can't actually go away and do other stuff. Well, plus, I think too is that any celebrity has a responsibility mm-hmm. to use their notoriety mm-hmm. and their success, their platform, to change yeah. the world. And she's living that every day. Yeah, and I think that it's a reminder that that's really and a responsibility. She, she wasn't using it to further her acting career because a lot of celebrities get attached to things. Right. Whereas, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Right. Reminds me of the if movie Big Business. <laughs> The movie Big Business is what it totally reminds me of. What's my what platform? Charity begins at home. I was going to say, if you don't have a charity, your publicist <laughs> manager or agent's uh, going to yeah. find one for you. I tell all actors, and I know we have to go, but I tell mm-hmm. all actors, save your money on acting classes, hire a publicist. And, and that's the most important message of the day. So listen, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. We are going to be back next uh, Wednesday, same place, same time. Mm-hmm. Special guest. We always like to... Uh, we have a great guest. Do we want to say... No, we're going to we'll surprise everybody. We always surprise. You want to mention something Park, about Tony And we're going to well. actually, just as a reminder, we're going to post the information to mail your handwritten letters to support Park's causes. Yes. Um, we all have a responsibility just like she does. Right. And bottom line is write the letters to your legislatures, to your representatives, senators, Congress, everyone. So, all right, guys, thank you so much. Thank You've you. been watching and listening to One on One with Jasper Cole. Uh, peace out. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for checking out One on One with Jasper Cole. Check out past episodes and get the latest as they're released. Subscribe today on iTunes, Stitcher, and YouTube.